Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. We've been waiting for this Sunday since February. Waiting for the NFL season to come back. And here we are. NFL football on a Sunday. Oh, how I've missed you, old friend. The start of the 2021 season was Thursday night. Now we got 14 games just a day alone. So it's time to indulge in a little bit of uh, how you say legendary greatness. That is pro football. Good morning and welcome to week one of the NFL Sunday Rise presented by the Sideline Junkies. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG. Oh my goodness. It feels good to be back. I'm fresh off the heels of last night's Saturday Night WrestleManiacs, which was absolutely awesome. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it now or go to YouTube and go back and watch it because it was off the chain. So uh, joining on the other side, the other half of the dynamic duo this morning is none other. Then the man that writes the checks, and he wrote a big check for this this morning. Like, we got a spread laid out. He said he buying us ribs. He buying us chips, dips, uh, 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 wings. But he said we got to drink water. But it's, it's spring water, but we got to drink water. You know, got to be healthy. And that's none other than the boss, BJ. What is going on, man? Man, I'm super excited to be here this morning. NFL week number one, and you're right. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a a luxurious spread, but we got to be healthy and have a couple of pieces of vegetables here and there. So okay, I'll take a piece of celery with yeah, some blue a, cheese dressing. Just a piece, just a piece. <laughs> Man, we ain't talking about a whole. Just a piece. You, you pick your pick your vegetable, get a piece of it, and then we go around. We keep eating. Hey. I'm 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 down with that. But we back, man. Yes, indeed, man. This back. is that's that that period from this this the Sunday of the Super Bowl until week one is just a long period and it's over now. Yep. Fourteen games today. Yes, sir. Now, we got a lot of news to talk about. Now I just I just got this. Um, from Adam Schefter. Deshaun Watson is on the roster for the Texans, but he'll be inactive today. Yes. Um, now, this is directly from Schefter. The Houston Texans sought a package of six players and draft picks from teams interested in trading for a star quarterback in Deshaun Watson this past summer. Um, and that was reported by ESPN. Well, the package consisted of one player and five draft picks or two players and four draft picks. The Texans are unwilling to budge from their trade price for Watson, who remains on the roster, even though he will not be active for Sunday's season opener against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Texans do not plan to play Watson at all this season, but sources around the league believe Houston general manager, Nick 
Casario will not trade the three-time Pro Bowler for anything less than six combined players and picks. B, I don't even know where to start, but what the holy hell are they doing in Houston? Well, let's let's keep it strictly football. Let's keep it strictly football. We know what's going on off the field with Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> and I guess you can't keep it strictly football because everything ties into this whole situation. I just think it's it's a tick for tack thing. You know, they have a franchise quarterback that doesn't want to play for them no more. They feel they feel shunned. They feel they feel slighted. But the thing is, you damn near let everybody else go. JJ Watt's gone. Why do you you know we're at a different we're at a different age now where these players are not gonna stay with their teams the whole career, especially if you're not winning, you're not close to winning. You know, it's you know, it, it it's you watch a team, especially, you know, a team like Houston where, you know, they get close, they might be ready to make that move and then they get leapfrogged and by a couple teams in the AFC, you know. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. <laughs> you know, it's like, why? Why would Deshaun Watson want to stay? You know, why would he go want to go somewhere and try to win? But um, it, it's it's a messy situation on and off the field. Um, it's interesting. You said he's on the he's active on the roster, right? Well, he's on the roster, but he'll be inactive. They probably have uh, – he'll log a DNP all season and be inactive. Yeah, I mean – and if you're the Texans GM, it got to get to a point and, you know, this ain't – this is with any sport. It has to get to a point where when do you want to cut this distraction loose? And, and not saying Deshaun Watson's a bad player, but it's a distraction to the team because every week – any press conference you're a part of, they're going to ask about Deshaun Watson. <clears throat> and you have to get to a point where, yes, you want value back for Deshaun Watson, but all the, all the, the rest of the teams know that this guy is never going to suit up and play for you again. So you're at a disadvantage a little bit. I think that under a normal circumstance, maybe you could get what you're asking for. Um, and we, we still haven't reached a trade deadline. You know, we don't, unfortunately, injuries are a part of the game. You might have a team that is a playoff team, can be on, a, on the cuffs of a contender and may have an injury at quarterback and have to make that move, you know, because really, you know, Deshaun Washington's an upgrade for a lot of teams, a lot of teams. So... Um, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out and what the end result's going to be, KG. I don't know, man. I don't know. I know they keep talking about Miami, 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 which, you know, I'm, I'm a competitor. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. If he comes to Miami, you know, let's get it, you know. Um, but it's just like what other teams – was, it was Miami and someone else that may have been in the running or, try, or kicking the tires. I can't remember who the other team was. I know one is Miami for sure. I just can't remember who the other team was. But I don't know. I don't know. This, this for me, as a GM, and I talked about this a little bit 
locally, when we talk about the NBA and the Bradley Bill situation, it's just like, do you want to carry this negative weight all the time? Now, so shortly after we did our show, that NBA show, and, you know, they were unsure about Bradley Bill. I think he came out and cleared the air and said he wanted to stay. But we, we, we go through this. We went through this for the last three seasons. So it's just like now this, this in this situation, way worse. Brad doesn't have any to feel issues. Like Deshaun potentially has a very, very serious off the field issue if you know if he's found guilty of the accusations. So I don't know, KG. Okay, I'm. I'm I, I I feel like you do. I don't know and. The situation off the field is dicey, sketchy, uh, cloudy. <laughs> it's so many different things because the FBI has been brought in, but not for what you think. The FBI has been brought in to 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 find out if Deshaun Watson's being extorted. You know, stories are coming out about, and this has been swept under the rug. A woman said the reason why she filed the complaint was because he wouldn't pay her. And she was she was one of the massage therapists that gave him more than one massage and she initiated the contact. Mm -hmm. That's where it's getting dicey at. He you you got 30, 30, what is it, 39? It was up to 39 women saying he did the same exact thing to each one. No change in the routine, no nothing. Then you got a couple saying, you know, well, if he would have paid me, I wouldn't have made a complaint. So it's all dicey. Um, the truth is going to come out in the wash. And Deshaun Watson and he, this whole thing has to be resolved. But him being inactive, now he's on the roster. Uh, I know he participated in the training camp. But he's going to be – they're talking about not being able to play. So, Terod Taylor is going to be your starter mm -hmm. over your franchise quarterback. Yes, now, sir. here's my thing. Here's my thing. And I'm, I'm just – I'm going to say one thing, and I'm going to leave it be. Deshaun Watson has accusations, not charged with anything, and he's inactive. But it's other players that have been in this league that have been black, white, Hispanic. It don't matter the color just players, period, that have been charged with domestic violence, uh, sexual assault, <clears throat> even rape, and they still got to fucking play. Man, it's a, That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's a it's a new new age, man. It's, it's uh, unfortunately, accusations are almost like a guilty verdict now. And unless something comes out and absolutely proves you innocent, and even then, you still have a, you still have a stain on your record. It's like when you mess your underpants, and, and no matter how much bleach you put in there, you can still see that stain. It's still there. They mm -hmm. clean, they clean, but you, you can still see that stain. It's the same kind of thing now, man. It's just a sad, it's a sad place we live in, and as a society where an accusation can ruin your career. But the truth won't set you free. People rather go at the accusation and the negative energy full-fledged. It'll be on every network. If something came out and, and, and 
cleared Deshaun Watson, I guarantee it wouldn't get the same kind of coverage that the negative and it that when the accusations first hit, it wouldn't get the same coverage. Oh yeah, he's he's clear. Back to back to the weather. Mm-hmm. That's what it would be. So let's move on to the next topic, KG. We're gonna keep the energy up, and I know I know we got to talk about certain things, and uh, we we try not to. Like I said, try not to keep the energy down with stuff like that, but we got to talk about it. So, but NFL Week One, KG, what we got, baby? What we got? All right, Cam Newton. He sat down with his dad, uh, Cecil Newton Jr. I'm sorry, Cecil Newton Sr. And he told told his side of the story. Um, he he revealed the story of why he was cut by the Patriots. And I, I'm I'm reading through this on SB Nation because I didn't see the interview, so I, I've been reading, you know, spurts and things. Um, one thing he said when I look back at it, I was probably getting two reps to his ten reps, and that's why it was starting to make sense. Uh, he also went on to say, all my preseason game plans are kind of watered down, lethargic, vanilla. My performance, my skill set, won't show in no preseason. Their quarterback runs, design runs, scrambling ability, and there are times I felt like I could have scrambled in preseason, but I'm like, man, I'm saving myself for the season. Um, I'm giving myself a pat on the back because never want, never not once did anyone in the facility, player, coach, anybody have anything to say about conduct detrimental to the team. I pride myself and still pride myself on being an ultimate professional. The reason why they released me is being it because indirectly I was going to be a distraction. Just my aura, just my aura. And I told you this off camera. It's my blessing and my curse. When you bring Cam Newton to your facility, you bring Cam Newton to your franchise. People are interested and are intrigued. Who is he? Why does he talk like that? Why does he wear his hair like that? All these questions. Um, B, what did you take from that interview? <clears throat> um it's truth to what he's saying. I mean, but, you know, as a football fan, you know this. They drafted Mac Jones. Um, and even if they went into the season with Cam, let's say Cam didn't do good the first couple of games and they put Mac Jones in, they were still going to be a cloud behind or, or top of Mac Jones because you got a Super Bowl quarterback not winning but mvp super bowl caliber quarterback he took the pain you can say what you want about him he led the panthers to the super bowl you can say what you want about him his performance in the super bowl he led the panthers to a super bowl had an mvp season okay um when you had that type of caliber like you know i don't you know how old cam is uh shit cam don't age <laughs> cam's like a vampire but if this was an older Cam Newton, I can see, you know, of course, you know, having him in for insurance and stuff. But he's not that at that point in his career. Um, I was talking with Gary, our other sideline junkie, and we it's four teams right now that Cam could start on. Okay. And it's definitely not 15 quarter solid quarterbacks that's better than him. Okay. So, like – Cam could solve a lot of teams' problems right now and probably make them 
probably cuffs of playoffs. I mean, because we know how important the quarterback situation is. But to to a certain extent, he's right. Once they made that decision that Mac Jones was going to be the starter, you can't have somebody like even if Cam was willing to back up Mac, you can't have somebody like Cam because if Mac Jones goes to the sideline, put his helmet on the wrong heater, the media is going to be on top of that and be like, you don't think you need a, a competent quarterback that knows where to put his helmet at? And, and, and a lot of this, like I you know, just like we talked about the previous topic with Deshaun Watson, and a lot of this is media driven. Like all this drama and stuff, some of this stuff doesn't exist. It's made up in the media. And a lot of it doesn't get addressed because if, the, if you touch it, it just fuels the fire. You rather mm-hmm. just just not touch it and let the flames fan out. And that's something that Bill Belichick is really good at. He just won't answer this stuff. You know, he'll 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 address it one time, and then after that, the media knows better with him. They don't play that game with him. But yeah, I mean, I agree with him. You know, he's definitely a distraction. And and not not a bad distraction. It's just he's Cam Newton, you know. He dresses a certain way, you know. He he's he's a a, a meme, you know. Whether he wants to be or not, sometimes when he comes out, what he wears, you know. So he he's a he's an attention grabber. And and I agree with that. And it just is what it is with that. And hopefully, he finds somewhere that uh you know. Unfortunately, it's not going to be in a starting role unless somebody gets hurt. But it's, it's crazy. That's another topic for another time. But I'm not going to even dive into that. But um, it's crazy that he doesn't have a job. Well, I agree with that. Um, and I agree with what you said. Is he, distraction? I think distraction is the, 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 the wrong word. I think it's more along the lines of he's, he is who he is. Mm-hmm. And people want him to change. They don't. Well, you know, like he said, why do you dress like that? Why do you wear your hair like that? Why does it matter? He's capable. He's 32 years old. I looked it up. He's 32. Yeah. OK. And he is more than capable of putting up the numbers of a star quarterback. Now, last you know, year he had struggles right because system. of in the, the right, right system. system. He had struggles last year because he was going to a new system. And then on top of going to a new system, he had to battle COVID. And we, we had a just a, a, a funky season last year as a whole in the NFL. But he had to battle COVID and things like that. And he still had a pretty decent season. I was thinking that the second year in Belichick's system, it was going to be way better, you know, because he had a little bit more going. So, but I, the reason that came out why he was released, you know, behind closed doors, quote unquote, was his vaccination status. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nobody wants to address that. But okay. Yeah, and and, and that's that's going to be – like I said, that this is that's gonna that's a whole nother animal, and that's gonna progress as the season goes along. Especially if you keep having quote unquote outbreaks in the team, you're losing two, three, four, five, six players, or possibly more. 
it's gonna be they're gonna it's gonna get to a point where you know it's it's already certain teams and different leagues that are mandated you have to be vaccinated and people are leaving over that and the uh the shield is not is is gonna be no different soon i i mm-hmm. I, I just i predict that it's just a matter of time to win it's gonna happen you know what, B? We talked about it last night on the WrestleManiacs. Uh, the People's Choice Don Rodriguez was talking about on um, September 22nd. Uh, it's an AEW Grand Slam. And it's at Arthur Ashe Stadium. And they're requiring, the stadium is requiring everybody to show vaccin- proof of vaccination before entering. And I went a little ham. And I, I feel the same way in the NFL. If we're going to do what we did before vaccinations, keep doing that even with the vaccinations. Don't just say, okay, we got a vaccination so we can get lax. No, 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 no. You got the vaccination. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep masking up. Keep doing the constant test, everything. Keep doing all of that. But unless you're my doctor, my vaccination status does not matter. I don't ask you about your personal business. And this goes to people on the street. This goes to management. I said it last night. You ask me if I'm vaccinated. I don't have to answer that to you. You're not my doctor. You're breaking HIPAA laws. Do I ask you if you you if you like anal? That's none of my business. But that's what you're asking me if I'm vaccinated. That's nobody's business. If I am, I am. If I'm not, I'm not. My business. It should not determine if we're taking the precautions that we're supposed to take as a job as a people as a country we shouldn't have to go through this this is reminiscent of some other times that i'm not going to get into now but yeah we, we we shouldn't go down this road no no but we're headed there and you know we're, we're almost there to the point where we're getting ready to turn the corner and head down that road so it's coming it's coming. It's going to be, like I said, unfortunately, it's going to be some, it's going to be some changes coming up soon. Uh, just sit back and wait for them. That's true. Now, we got a little business to take care of. We're going to start in Buffalo. You are looking live. And we got Buffalo, your Buffalo Bills versus Big Jim and Junie's Pittsburgh Steelers. Buffalo's a six and a half point favorite over under is 48. Talk to me, B. Well, you know, like I said, man, this is a uh, first first time in 30 years that this team is heavily favorite to not only win, not only is here, Ryan Jr. is up. You see mommy? Here. And um, but this is the first time in, in 30 years this team is seriously being considered as a Super Bowl favorite, a, a league favorite, MVP caliber quarterback. So it's a it's a different it's a different pace now because now they have a target on their back. Yet last year they kind of rose up. I don't want to say they surprised people, but um, 
they rose up, played really well, got to the AFC Championship, and got thumped by the Chiefs. This year, they're the favorite. They're the favorite this year, and they got the target on their back. Everybody knows who they are. And I think it's, you know, they're going to have, I forgot how many it is, 60 or 70,000 strong in Buffalo today as far as fans. And I think with the fans, the, the first taste of this, because remember, the fans didn't get there to the playoffs last year. It was only like 6,700. So the, the Bills Mafia didn't get to enjoy that winning season last year, the comebacks, the the Josh Allen play, the throw, the catches by Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, and the, you know just all the big plays. They didn't get to enjoy any of that. So now they get to enjoy that. The, the Bills players get to feel this for the first time as winners coming out there. It's going to be a different animal, a different ball game, and I expect business to be handled today in Buffalo versus Pittsburgh. You know, um, I'm looking at who is that? Mariucci? Or is that Warner? That's Warner going up there. They about to do analysis of the uh, what is they doing? Analysis of Josh Allen or the Bills defense? I'm trying to see. But uh, yeah, we the talk of the town. It's, it's Josh Allen and his throws and his playmaking ability. And you know, they got they added Emmanuel Sanders, bro. It's going to be a long day. It's going to be a long day because this is still week one. And as we saw Thursday night, it's going to take, it don't matter how much preseason you do, it's going to take at least three quarters to get that rhythm. Now, some teams might come out a little quicker than others, but probably you're going to see sloppy play the first half, whether it's a whole bunch of scoring or no scoring, you'll start seeing the team settle in and get going in that third quarter and that fourth quarter, get 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 a little, you know, win to them. So uh, I got Buffalo today. I picked Buffalo and all of my uh, – today I think it's going to be close. Um, let me 28-20 uh, Buffalo. I'm going to do a 28-20 Buffalo today. First win of the season. I don't, and it's not to, it's not to 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 shit on Pittsburgh. They got Big Ben back. They got a nice receiving trio, a healthy Big Ben, and that's that's the main thing, a healthy Big Ben. So I, I'm not taking them lightly at all. They're still Pittsburgh, um, but I do think we, you know, we jumped over and we got to prove it though. We got to go out there and prove it. We got to go out there and prove that we are the cream of the crop in the AFC because we, you know. Technically, we're not. Kansas City is. We have to go out there and prove this. So um, I'm looking for – I think it's going to be – yeah, 28 – give me 28-20 Buffalo today. Uh, I'm looking for some type of Buffalo pass rush today. The, you know, I, I need to see a, a, a pass rush to see if the rookie from Miami helped, see if uh, – you know, the, the additions and subtractions they made their help. I want to see if the offensive line progressed because, to me, that unit was a C-minus last year. And it kind of got exposed in the playoffs a little bit um, the last two seasons, actually. Um, not two seasons, the last 
I'm sorry, the last two times they made the playoffs, the offensive line was the issue. When uh when they backed into the playoffs and Tyrod Taylor was a starter, the offense against the Houston, they, the offensive line was an issue then too. But um, it's going to be interesting to see how Emmanuel Sanders adds to the mix and how the Buffalo offense progresses. Can they, like I said, with the target on your back, can you be dynamic still? Can you still make the plays when people are expecting you to come out there and make plays? That's that's what will you take that next step at? That's what the Chiefs do. That's what Tom Brady does. It's coming. I'm going to run it. You can't stop it. And that's where Buffalo has to get to. That's the next level. That's championship level. They're not there yet, but can they get there? It's going to be interesting to watch and see if they progress to that. So, KG, I'm waiting for it, man. It's uh, two hours, a little under two hours of game time. Yeah, that's absolutely right. My lovely wife is heading out to make my football snack run. Johnny, she can, she can, she can bring ribs. I want Johnny boys. He said Johnny boys. She got the money. I'm coming to get it. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She ain't saying nothing about no money. He he said you ain't saying nothing about money. We, <laughs> See, we just said ribs. <laughs> All this money stuff is is nonsense. Nobody said anything about money. What? Just go in there and ask for him. Just be like, hey, it's football Sunday. Give me a slab. Yeah, that's mm. what you got to do. I mean, yeah, I mean, they gotta they gotta contribute to football. Grab and hey, dash. Yeah, it's like going there, slam your hand on the counter, but hey, it's football Sunday, give me slab ribs. All right, now when I come back with a couple of slabs, I'm asking for whatever. That's mm. either that or we gonna be paying her bail. So <laughs> yeah, that one or the other, one or the other. What you think? Give me, give me your, give me your take on the Buffalo Pittsburgh game. I know, I, I know, I was ranting a little bit. No, no, that's what you're supposed to do. Talk but to Buffalo, me, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, you said 28-20. And that's going to push the over-under because over-under is 48. So that's going to push that. Um, Buffalo's going to win this game. Right now, Buffalo is a superior team. They are more um, – they're younger. They've gotten better. And the only thing that I wanted Buffalo to do is get a better run game. And I think you got, to be honest, you guys need a a running back that can run in between the tackles consistently. And it was a running back that was here in Washington that was cut that y'all could pick up. And that's Peyton Barber. He would be a perfect addition to running between the the, the tackles. And um, what's the running back? You got Moss? Moss, yeah. Yeah, I like him. I got him in fantasy. I like him a lot. Uh, You got Emmanuel Sanders. Right. Oh well, the oh shoot, the Midnight Rider just told me Peyton Barber is a Raider. I didn't know he signed with the Raiders. Are you serious? Damn it! I thought he was still sitting on the street. Okay, cause uh the Raiders got Josh Jacobs too, so and he's questionable for tomorrow night. But um, the, uh, that's the only thing that Buffalo was really needing consistent run game. Cause you need somebody, you need a road, you need road graders up front, and then you need somebody to burn the clock out when you guys got to lead because you got to got to lead and Josh Allen got to keep running the ball. I hope my breath every time he runs the ball. Yeah, me too. I do too. And now I know he, he he's tough. He's a tough, you know what, but I don't, I don't you like don't seeing him get keep, hit. You, you, yeah. You don't want him to keep taking and running with that. Cause he, 
he goes cowboy sometime and he likes to lower his shoulder instead of sliding. And, uh, you know, when you got your franchise out there and he's your hope of winning the Super Bowl, like you said, you close your eyes when he, when he does that. But um, the Buffalo is going with the dual head, the, the double threat. So Singletary is the quick change of pace back. Zach Moss is a little bit of both. So, you know, like I said, they, they're young boys. Everybody gets another year of, you know, seasoning underneath their belts. And everybody, you know, you, you want to see everybody progress. Is Zach Moss going to get better? Is Singletary going to get better hitting holes? Like, it's a, it's a lot of ifs, you know, but at the same time, everybody knows what's at stake. And it's a different ball game when you're held to play at a high level versus being on a team that's expected to lose. It's a it's a different it's a, it's it's different. That's you're true. On a, you're on a team that is expected to go to the Super Bowl, that has Super Bowl aspirations versus being on a team that might be might win four or five games. That's a it's a different. So the accountability factor is going to be way different for Buffalo. And I think they really they got a really good coach that uh, is solid, stern when he needs to be. They love him. And your main players, Diggs, Allen, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, the leaders on that team, Beasley, they understand what's at stake with this team. They understand that they have a, a super – every team, when they get to this point, that Super Bowl window opens a little bit. You know them triangle windows on the old-style old cars? They let you have a little bit of air. For Buffalo, it cracked open just a little bit, and you can get a little bit of air. Now, what you do this season is going to determine whether that window slaps wide open, and when you're going 55 down the highway, that air hits you right in the face. Mm-hmm. That is, what they do this year is going to determine how big that window open. Like Kansas City's window is wide open. The Bucks window is open. Packers window is open. Buffalo cracked their window a little bit. I'm a Buffalo fan. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and say our window's wide open. It's not because we still got to prove we can beat Kansas City and Tennessee. We beat everybody else in the AFC. We still got, we still got stuff to prove even as favorites now to, to go all the way. Still got stuff to prove. And I want to see this offense come out here and be consistent. Because, uh, like I said, even though they got to the AFC Championship last season, the offense was a little, little. They they made plays, but they could have been so much better last year in the playoffs. The defense really carried them, especially in the Baltimore game. You know, and, and it's expected because Baltimore has a really good defense. But Tom and I and I say that because Tom Brady proves over and over again. It don't matter what defense you come out there with. I'm putting points on the board. So when I, you know, when you say somebody has a good defense and you know you can't expect to score, I say go look at Tom Brady. He does it all the time. All the time. Look, hey, I'm running this play. Y'all stop it. Mm-hmm. It's a minute, minute and fifty left. Y'all gave me too much time. I don't care who on the field. I don't care who on the field. 
who who y'all pass rushers are, who the corners are. We going down the field, and that's what Josh Allen has to get to. You know, hey, I don't care who's back there. I don't care who's covering digs. When I want to throw the ball, I'm going to throw the ball. I'm going to make sure my receiver can get it. So enough Buffalo rant. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> no, no, you don't understand. We wait all season for this because you turn into a different person when you talk about the Bills. You turn into a different person when you talk about the Wizards. And you you the, the, the purpose of this show has always been the fans' perspective. That's what we are. And <laughs> even even the Midnight Rider says he loves it. Buffalo Rant Part Three, yes, because you know better than anybody uh, 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 what's what Buffalo needs. And I wish my my, my man, uh, uh, God, I can't think of his name. I wish he was here to, so y'all two could hook up and talk Buffalo, really and truly. Please, but yeah, um, yeah, any anybody that's listening, if you're a Buffalo fan, please reach out to the show. Reach out to the show, put something in the comments, sideline junkies247 at Gmail. I love to talk Buffalo with somebody. You know, just a straight, you know, especially now that the season's going. And, you know, we, we're gonna we can dissect these games because, you know, everybody that listens here, y'all be ready for that because we're gonna be dissecting the Washington football team games. We're gonna be dissecting Buffalo games. We're here. Um, we're trying to get Junior and, and Jim to dissect Pittsburgh. We're trying to get Big uh, Delonte to dissect Denver. You know, I told, I reached out to Allen. I said, I need you a couple times a year. Come talk about the Cowboys. We welcome it. We welcome it. You want to come on here and dissect your team, talk for a little bit? We welcome that because, you know, hopefully you can hear the passion in my voice when I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills. I've been a fan since the the, the the 90s teams. So I've been waiting for this for a long time. And, and, and you know, to tell the truth, it killed me for a little bit. For a little bit, I didn't even want to watch football because I knew my team wasn't relevant. It hurt. It hurt not to be in the conversation of, now don't get me wrong, I still enjoy football, but for your team not to be there at the end, to have nothing to talk about. People sit around talk about Super Bowls and championships they won you know kevin can sit down and talk to you about the washington glory days cowboy fans can talk to you about their their glory days a pittsburgh fan can talk about their glory days kansas city can talk about winning a championship philly can talk about winning the championship the giants can talk about both times they stopped tom brady you know baltimore I don't have nothing to talk about when it comes to championships. I want a championship. I want to be the, the nitwit when Buffalo win the Super Bowl. I'm calling Sports Illustrated. Be like, give me two orders of the Buffalo Super Bowl kit, please. My, car, <laughs> my card number is. I need two orders of that. Send it, please. I'm going to open one, and I'm putting one up. I'm going to the store, and I'm buying whatever Buffalo Bills Super Bowl thing magazines they have. And I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but when your team is a favorite, I haven't had a favorite. Wizards haven't been a favorite to win no championship. I rooted for the Nationals. They weren't a favorite. They just came on. They they, they weren't a favorite that season to win the, the, the World Series, the 19 season. They just no. got hot. 
At the right time and roll. And the right time, the Capitals, you know, I, I root for the Capitals and they won Ed Santa Cup, but it's not the same. Like, those aren't my number ones. My number one is the Buffalo Bills. My 1A is the Washington Wizards. And it's a different feeling when that buzz is in the air and when you turn on NFL Network or you turn on anything and guess who on TV? The Buffalo Bills. When you turn mm-hmm. on, you like, the day you like, hold on. Buffalo, the, the, the national game today, 1 o'clock. I ain't got to pirate this game. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, I ain't got to, you know, I, I still got to pirate something because I got to watch Washington and Buffalo. So, yeah. But, yeah, it's a, and, it's a, it's a great it's a great feeling, man. And speaking of Washington, 1 o'clock today, uh, Washington is a two-point favorite now. They were two-point underdogs earlier this week when we were looking at it. Okay. Washington two-point favorite over under is 45 and a half. Of course, I'm going with my boys. Uh, at, at home. Yeah, at home. And Ben say, yes, you will. Washington, Washington on CBS today? Fuck me. I thought they was going to be on Fox. So where's okay. Buffalo at? Because Buff- I thought Buffalo was supposed to be on CBS and Washington was going to be on Fox. Was on Fox. Yeah, that's what I, I thought, know. too. Uh, well, we got we gonna figure it. it either way, I got I have, um I have means to watch whatever game I want. So they can no 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 go 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 go. Uh, Xavier's looking it up now. Sh- the game sh- show network. I don't care. Yeah, Washington uh Washington LA is on uh CBS. What's on Fox? And we got WNBA basketball today too. Huh. Eagles Fal- they put the Eagles Falcons on Fox. You fucking serious? I don't want to watch that. Yeah. Oh man, it's the buff- Buffalo. Uh oh, you got garbled there a little but bit. It's all good. I'll, I got your. Yeah, I'm walking around. So okay, you there me? you go. Now, uh, wa- yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I was walking around. <laughs> Washington's two point favorites at home. You know, they give you three. But uh, Washington's two-point favorites over under is 45 and a half. Um, this defense, we finally improved the secondary. Um, we got ourselves a free safety. Hopefully, you know, McCain, who can play free safety and corner, uh, he holds up. Hopefully, Landon Collins, Achilles, lets him hold up. He's able to play a lot more in the box where he belongs. Um Unfortunately, this is the first time in what eleven years Ryan Kerrigan will not be trotting out there this year, um, which is kind of hurtful. But it, 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 I'm past it. I got to get past it. We got to move on. Professor Lucky gets on me quite a bit about holding so much loyalty and, and love for players that's not producing. So we got to move on. Um, hopefully, we'll see. But, but not even just not producing, not showing the same loyalty and love for you. Because where did he go? Philadelphia. And, and as soon as he went to Philadelphia, for me, like I just went on a probably six-part Buffalo rant, probably 25 minutes worth of good material that'll get me fired, right? But at the, but and Kevin feels the same way about Washington. If and, and and to this day, and I don't mean to cut into Kevin's Washington talk. To this day, I still have something against Thurman Thomas because he went and put on Dolphin, a Dolphin uniform just to get back on Buffalo. I still have something. Yeah, he came back and retired Buffalo, blah, blah, blah. But 
when you you got to show me the same loyalty you want because I've I've listened to this man for eleven years, praise Ryan Kerrigan, ask the league why they're not showing him the same respect they're showing other pass rushers when he has the same exact stats production, and for Ryan Kerrigan to just up and be like, you know what, I don't even want to win. I just want to go play to Washington twice a year. I don't want to win because that's 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 what he did. That's what he did. The Eagles are already eliminated. The Eagles were eliminated last week from the playoffs. So it, it wasn't about winning. It was about playing Washington twice. I'm going to shut up and mute. Talk to me about the Washington football team. Ben says, uh, nah, he's supposed to. You cut me. You got to see me next twice a year. I love it. Nah, we didn't cut him. We just didn't re-sign him. That wasn't cut. His contract was up. And his health had been declining. Now, if he stays healthy enough to play 16 games this season, and he he's a very productive member of the Eagles, I'll eat the crow. But I, the, the type of money that he was looking for as a final contract wasn't, wasn't feasible. And then you got to think about the young guys he was burying. So, no, no, no. I, I mean, it hurt, but I knew it was going to happen. I knew in, during the season it was going to happen that he wasn't going to be brought back. So, But now Washington. Washington has a revamped secondary. You got better corners now, uh, better safety, Landon Collins back. Offense looks like it's going to move. I want to see more than uh, 17 points a game this year. I want to see – I want to build on the success from last year where we finally got to say the P word and – we took it to Tom Brady and the Bucks, and was a player two away from winning that game. That was the only competition the Bucks had the whole entire playoffs. Everything after us was a cakewalk. I want to see that. That's what I want to see. That's that's the shit. That's what dreams are made of. And I've seen people say, oh, they're going to go 6-11. and 11. They're only going to win five games. This team is a fluke. And I'm like, you call yourself a fan, but you think this team is only going to win six games. Well, looking at the schedule, yeah, looking at the schedule, we're a better team than more than half the teams that we play. We, the Giants le- lucked up on us twice last year, so we should have been 9-7 and seven last year at the least. The Cowboys, the Cowboys are good, but they can't beat us good. Because all we got it every time we play the Cowboys, I know we can beat them. I know there's a chance. The Giants suck. The Eagles suck. I think if, if 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 I had my way, we went in this division undefeated. Just put us in the playoffs. This team will go. What did I say? Twelve and five. Today starts win number one. Give me Washington, and give me Washington in a in a, in a decisive victory. Defense going to score a touchdown today. Give me Washington, twenty-seven to ten. Like, I'm talking about we running the ball to run the clock out in the fourth quarter. It's no scrambling, no trying to get everything together. And we're going to come out of this game healthy because uh, Curtis Samuel is already on IR. That, uh, but he could be brought back after a certain time, right? I, I think it's still, uh, nine weeks, eight, nine weeks. Okay. So I just, I'm 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 disappointed in Curtis Samuel. Three weeks. Don't, 
Ben say be, three weeks. Don't be disappointed in Curtis Samuel because we talked about it a little bit, and you want him if if he's a hundred percent with with what you have on offense and the upgrade. Even even if you know people don't put too much in Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he is an upgrade a, a quarterback. We talked about his veteran presence, his leadership his gunslinger mentality, him, him willing to take chances down the field. That's going to open that offense up a lot. The mm-hmm. running backs, Gibson, everybody's excited for this. Okay? I'm excited to watch. Like, just a general football fan, no matter if you – Cowboys fan, even when you're, you're a football fan, Allen says this all the time, you love watching football. You love watching players progress. You love watching a running back eat a defense up. You love watching, you know, a defensive line dominate. You love watching guards pull in unison. And ain't nothing more beautiful than guard uh, offensive line pulling and 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 them l- taking them blocks on on each level and opening up holes for running backs. That's that's the beauty of football. Yeah, that's true. So. But to, to get back on the on the Washington Chargers track, I don't think y'all are gonna run away with this. Because on the other side of that football, you got Justin Herbert. And that boy is dangerous with his arm. And it's gonna test y'all revamp secondary. I feel like y'all are gonna have to control the game with the pass rush. If you could get to him early. And kind of throw his time and rattle his cage. It's going to help y'all a lot. But if you don't, you we might be talking about a small shootout. If you can't get to Justin Herbert, don't forget who he got at receiver. Okay? Mm. You don't forget who he got at receiver. All he got to do is throw that ball up. Keenan Allen is a different animal. We're talking about size and route running. So when you say revamp secondary, the, the Chargers know that too. But they also know they got 90, 99 up front, 93. Ionitis, I don't know his number. 98. 98. They, they, they know that that is the meat and potatoes of that Washington defense. And if they can get to the quarterback, it's going to make the secondary look good. You might have problems in the secondary. But if you get into the quarterback or you got his time and rhythm off, you're not going to see it. It's going to be hitting. But don't sleep on Justin Herbert, okay? That boy is good going into his second year. Um, I have Washington winning. But I, I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter. And I think it's going to come down to them stopping it, it, you know, it's going to be like, I'm thinking 24, 21, the Chargers in position to drive. And I think Washington's front seven is going to win that game. That that's where I'm, I'm, I'm going 24, 21 Washington. And that's being generous. Cause I, like I said, I think that, you know, with, with the players on each side of the ball, it could turn into 34, 31 quick. You yeah. got Keenan Allen, you got Scary Terry. The running back, each team got running backs. Is uh the the running back for the Chargers? Is he playing? I thought he was on uh 
the injury report. Because I know I the, only, the only person on the injury report for y'all is Curtis Samuel. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the injury report. Let me, I didn't. I, you know what? I forgot about the injury report. I think it's. Be e- honest. I think that is, they're running back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He is. He's okay. supposed to be. He, he's supposed to be reevaluated today before game time. Okay, yeah, because he's 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 a good running back. So it, it just yeah, there you go, also Eckler. Yep. So yeah, I mean, it's. I want to. I'm gonna say 24-21 Washington. But like I said, if it gets into – if they go over 50 points total, I wouldn't be surprised. Justin Jackson, yes. That's what I'm saying. The Chargers are loaded. The Chargers are loaded, man. I just I just think we're a little bit better. I'm just no, saying. No, no, no. And I, and, I, and, I, and I think so, too. I think, I think y'all can control them with y'all front seven and then running the ball. You know, y- y'all still got some, you know, some – "Quote unquote hogs up front." Can we steal you hogs? I hope so. Okay. I mean, I mean <laughs> so you still got some hogs up front, and I, like I said, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to change the dynamic of this offense. It's not—we're not talking about MVP caliber, caliber or anything like that. I'm just talking about the upgrade of quarterback, willing to knowing where where people are supposed to be at, willing to go deep. That is going to open up the Chargers' defense. And not you know when you when you can go deep and you, you got a quarterback that's willing to pass, it you can't cheat on defense. You can't. Yeah, cheat. that's true. You know what I'm saying. So, give me Washington. I'm gonna say 24-21. I think the Washington football team defense is what's gonna seal the game. All right, I got you down. Uh. The Midnight it's, Riders in the text window. He got Derwin James, the dog, and the Bosa boy. Yeah, he, man, it's going to. Yeah, Williams man, from Clemson you. and Keenan Allen. They also got Justin Jackson. Yeah, they got a lot of weapons. I'll give you that. Yeah, man. I just, I got high supreme confidence in this team. That's all. It's going to be a good one. Yes. It's going to be a good one. So Look at Big, look at big Ben coming in with his nice suit. <laughs> I hope man. you know he's going to be limping out of there today. <laughs> Don't come now come in Buffalo walking around with your chest out, boy. <laughs> well, that's all our time for this morning. Uh, we gotta come back after I say, you know, we gotta do a a, a wrap up. And I know we, we normally do a what formerly known as Redskins rundown, what we call the DC sports rundown. Uh I think we'll you, you wanna do that today or you wanna pick it up tomorrow. Let's do it tomorrow. Let's it, it, we'll, we'll talk about it. But I think that I want to go live. I think I want to go live and do that so we can put it out on on every all the social media platforms so we can just dedicate that to Washington. Right. I think that's where we want to go. Okay. So we'll we'll do that kind of sort of like you see the, the 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 Saturday Night WrestleManiacs where you'll see us live on uh, YouTube and facebook and then hell we might even pull the phone up and have it going double on uh instagram live at the same time so you know mm-hmm. there's ways to run it yeah we're gonna figure that out man like i said it's gonna be it's gonna be an exciting season for the sideline junkies um because we're, we're gonna we're gonna bring it we're gonna bring it this year we're Uh-oh, gonna bring it this year each week um like i said we're gonna have a show dedicated to washington as far as um um 
a, a wrap up game, uh, evaluation of the, you know, what we just saw breakdown. Me and KG gonna get into it with that, and we're gonna have fun this year like we always do. But we we taking things to the next level with the sideline junkies, and y'all stay and be a part of the ride and and just enjoy it. Yes, indeed. Um, that's all our time. You know, it's football Sunday. I'm excited. B's excited. Delonte, the Midnight Rider, Jim Jr. We all excited here. And and I'm ready to to uh I'm ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So yes, sir. let's get it, man. Let's get it. Yeah. We got we, we we getting off early. We giving y'all got an hour and a half to go get y'all snacks. You know, clean your spot off on the sofa, chain your wife to something, chain your kids to the same thing you change your wife to, and and enjoy football. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> mm. Well, we're going to leave on that note. We got to hurry up and get out of here now. <laughs> the wives are already gone. <laughs> so we got to jump. Um, you know what? I, I'm, I'm going to do something. We're going to do something special. I'm going to jump on. Um, I'm going to get Ben and, and BJ. Meet us on Facebook Live. We're going to do something special real quick. So tune over to Facebook Live real quick. We got about 10 minutes. And... We're going to do something real special, Washington type. So we don't do no overtime. We are out of here. Peace.